Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. First pitch on the way to Manny. And a ground ball through the left side. Base hit. Tatis will score to give the Padres the lead. Soto is on his way. He will score. Throw back to first. Manny is safe. A two-run single for Machado. And a 5-3 Padre lead. They are ahead for the first time tonight. A seven-run eighth inning as the Padres come back to beat the Dodgers here tonight at Petco Park. 8-3. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres get a huge win and have maybe their most important inning of the season. Scoring seven runs in the eighth inning. They went into the inning trailing 3-1. Padres tie it. Manny Machado, a two-run single to give the Padres a 5-3 lead. They would pour it on after that, and the Padres get a very, very big win to even up this series at a game apiece. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building as we wrap this one up. A lot to do on our post-game show. We'll have all the radio highlights for you. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come. I caught up with Manny Machado on the field right after the game. Manny not only had that two-run single in the eighth inning, but a home run in the fourth inning. A huge win. One of the biggest wins the Padres have had to this point in the season. Here was me and Manny right after the game. Manny, let's go back to the at-bat in the eighth inning. You guys tie the game. He throws you a first-pitch fastball. How are you prepared for it in that at-bat? Just trying to be aggressive, but, um, you know, they run in scoring position, tie game. First base open, obviously, but, uh, you know, I knew he was going to be aggressive in the zone, so just trying to just take advantage of that. As this game is progressing, what's the feeling inside the dugout as you guys are trying to make a comeback? Um, just take it any by any, bad by bad, and just uh, just try to grind something out. You know, uh, you know, we believe in each other here. It's just passing the baton. First guy get on, then keep passing it to the next guy, and then uh, you know we get big big key, hit, big key hits like that. The fight you guys showed tonight, especially in that eighth inning, what does it say about what this ball club is capable of? I mean, we're we're not gonna stop fighting. You know, this 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 this, this season rests on us, and uh, you know we're gonna go out there and compete every single day until you know that last out is made, whether we're winning or losing. But we're gonna go out there and win, try to try to do everything possible to try to come out with that victory. The home run you hit early in the game, one of the harder hit balls, harder hit home runs you've had this year. That one feel pretty good. That felt good. You know, got got us up up on the board, and uh, you know gave gave uh, Blake the opportunity to go back out there and make some pitches uh, to get him on. But obviously we fell short with him. But you know we kept we kept the fight. Manny, congratulations on the win. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank you. That was Manny Machado right after the game down on the field. A big win for the Padres as they beat the L.A. Dodgers by a final score here tonight of 8-3. to three. And really just 24 hours after the Padres sort of had a, I don't know if meltdown is too harsh, but it didn't go well yesterday in the 8th and ninth inning. The bullpen blowing a lead for the Padres yesterday. Well, the Dodgers returned the favor. There were errors in the 8th inning. The Padres did what the Dodgers did to them last night. Great situational hitting, and the Padres put together a 7-run 8th inning. It was just the third win of the Padres' season when trailing after seven 
this year. So it was a come-from-behind win, a gutsy win, and a big win here tonight against L.A. We'll come back with much more after this break. We have all the radio highlights. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come as the Padres even up this four-game series at a game apiece. Sam Levitt coming back with more on our post-game show after this on the Padres Radio Network. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 8, Dodgers 3 as the Padres win the second game of this four-game set. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. lot to do. We'll have all the radio highlights for you in just a moment. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. If you missed my one-on-one conversation right after the game with Manny Machado, we'll play that for you again. And much more to do, our nightly awards out-of-town scoreboard your phone calls and more as the Padres get a much-needed win. They improve to 55-56 and 56 on the year. They'll try to get back to 500. That elusive 500 mark tomorrow, and the Padres did pick up a full game in the National League wildcard standings here tonight. They now sit three games out of a wildcard spot in the National League. So all in all, a very good night for the Padres. We'll hear from the skipper in just a little bit, but first, let's take a look back at how it all went down here tonight. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Blake Snell made the start for San Diego. He got the first two outs of the game, but then it was Will Smith. 3-2 hit well in the air to left field. Soto backing up. He's at the wall. He leaps. It's going to go. Home run, Will Smith. Dodgers take a 1-0 lead. As they get an early solo homer for the second consecutive night. That was all Snell allowed in the first inning. In the second, the Dodgers got more. Snell walked Chris Taylor to start the inning. Taylor stole second, then he stole third. That allowed Kike Hernandez to bring Taylor home with a sacrifice fly. Dodgers had a 2-0 lead. Meanwhile, the Padres struck out six times in the first two innings against the combination of opener Michael Grove and then Ryan Yarbrough. Blake Snell pitched scoreless frames in the third and the fourth, stranding a runner on second base in each inning. Padres offense still had put nobody on second base with one out in the fourth inning. That was until Manny Machado dug in. To a pitch, Manny hits it in the air to very, very, very deep left field. Kike Hernandez goes back to watch and second deck in left for Manny. A no-doubt moonshot for his 21st of the year, and this is a 2-1 game in the fourth inning. Manny Machado hitting that one at 110 miles per hour off the bat. Manny with a deep home run into the second deck in left. But the Dodgers responded in the top of the fifth inning. Mookie Betts hit a one-out double. Went to third base as Juan Soto couldn't dig it out cleanly out of the left field corner. That was an error on Soto. Next up was Freddie Freeman. First pitch on the way. Freeman swings, lines it the other way. That's into left field for a base hit. RBI single Freddie Freeman, and the Dodgers get that run right back. It's 3-1. to one. That's all Blake Snell allowed in the fifth inning. He was done after five. Three earned runs given up, four hits. He struck out eight and walked four. Padres then went one, two, three in the fifth inning against Yarbrough. Padres got a two-out single from Juan Soto in the sixth inning, but Bruce Dar Gratterall came in to strike out Manny Machado. That ended the inning. Dodgers then got runners on first and second base with nobody out against Nick Martinez in the top of the seventh inning, but with the help of a double play ball, Martinez got out of it. On to the bottom of the seventh inning, Padres 
Padres got a one-out single from Jake Cronenworth, but Garrett Cooper grounded into an inning-ending double play. Padres still trailing 3-1 to one as we went to the eighth. Nick Martinez retired the side in order. In the bottom half, the Dodgers went to right-hander Yancy Almonte. Gary Sanchez had a leadoff single with one out, Hassan Kim walked. Then Fernando Tatis Jr. walked. And something to keep in mind, before that eighth inning, the Padres had not had an at-bat in the game with a runner in scoring position. The bases were loaded. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts went to left-hander Caleb Ferguson to face Juan Soto. Soto swings, hits a slow topper to the right of the mound. It'll be picked up on the bare hand by Hernandez. The throw to first is wide. Sanchez had scored. Here comes Kim, and the game is tied. Soto, the single, the error on Hernandez. Two runs come in, and the Padres tie the game at three. Manny Machado was next. First pitch on the way to Manny, and a ground ball through the left side, base hit. Tatis will score to give the Padres the lead. Soto is on his way. He will score. Throw back to first. Manny is safe. A two-run single for Machado. And a 5-3 Padre lead. They are ahead for the first time tonight. What a moment for Manny Machado. A clutch hit, two-run base hit. Padres, like Jesse said, had a 5-3 lead. They were not done. Xander Bogarts flew out. Manny Machado would go all the way to third base on a throwing error on a pickoff attempt by Ferguson. So he was on third base for Jake Cronenworth. Ball in two strikes. Ferguson deals. And Jake hits it the other way. And into left field, a base hit. Manny will gingerly jog home. An RBI single for Jake Cronenworth. And the Padres a 6-3 lead in the bottom of the eighth. Padres were not done later in the inning as they got a couple more base runners on. It was Trent Grisham. 1-0 is slapped in the air to left center field. That's going to get down in a base hit. Cronenworth has scored. Here comes Cooper. Two more. Trent Grisham gets Caleb Ferguson for a second straight night. And it's 8-3 in the eighth. All in all, a seven-run eighth inning, six hits, two errors made by the L.A. Dodgers, and the Padres had one of their biggest, if not their biggest, rally of the season, scoring seven in that eighth inning, and they go on to win it 8-3. to three. Ray Kerr put on the finishing touch in the ninth inning, a scoreless frame. What a job by the Padres' bullpen in this ball game. Steven Wilson, Nick Martinez, and then Ray Kerr, four combined scoreless innings, and it gave a chance uh, for the offense to do enough. Seven runs in the eighth inning. Padres come back to stun the Dodgers here tonight 8-3. Again, the Padres improved to 55-56. and 56. Dodgers dropped to 63-46. and 46. And like I said before the recap, Padres picked up a full game in the National League wildcard standings here tonight. They sit three games out of a wildcard spot. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Uh, we've talked about the resiliency of your ball club all season long after a tough loss last night. Showed it again tonight, the resiliency. Yeah, and some really big at bats late in the game here and we're behind, which we haven't seen in a while, too. So, um,. You know, look, after last night, we had to have a much better game today. I think the, even though for a while it didn't look great, um, the intensity was there the entire game. We realized that we're going to have to have games like this if we're going to keep moving forward. Some poignancy to be able to do to them what they did to you last night with the big eighth inning to take the lead away? Yeah, I mean, we're really thinking about it. It's just more, you know, having good at-bats late in the game, we're behind. We haven't seen them, and we had multiple at really good at-bats. So... Um, hopefully that's something to build off come tomorrow. Uh, a little bit of a quick turnaround, but you know, and, uh, just a different feeling here. You heard the fans when they get into it late in the game, similar to last year, it can have an effect, which it did tonight, but good to be able to reward them. How big was it to have Manny have the night that he had, and is he okay? Yeah, it's a little bit of a hamstring uh, tightness, so we'll see. Um, sometimes those things don't feel better the next day. He's been known to be able to play with some stuff, but it's probably going to be a little bit sore tomorrow. When you say you know you have to have games like this, we're speaking primarily of the big at-bats in the eighth inning yeah. or coming back? Both. 
coming. I mean, we have not done that well this year when it was calling card last year. So it'd be nice, you know, here with how many games left to pick that up because it gives your team a lot of confidence when you know that you can come from behind, you know, especially here at home, and you never feel like you're out of a game. Did you think there was a balk? That yeah, it just it just didn't. You know, he looks up and all of a sudden it felt like a quick pitch. You know, the, I'll I, I do give the umpires. It, it, it's tough to be able to be timekeepers like this now too. You know, you're focusing on what you're supposed to be doing. Everybody kind of loses sight of things at times. But I think by the time Manny looked up, the pitch was already on his way. wasn't quite at eight seconds yet. So I don't know. Obviously, it's a good thing he didn't get ejected. How close do you think that yeah. was? Uh, I don't. I think he has a pretty good understanding, you know, that we we needed him in that game. So um, cooler heads prevailed. You you mentioned that you haven't gotten a lot of these big hits late in games, right. big at bats late in games, especially here. And the fact that you got so many of them right. in that eighth inning is it? Coincidence, or is there something where they built on each other? No, yeah, I mean, it gets contagious, right? Like anything, plus or minus, you know, good stuff, bad stuff. You know, we've been rolling along with bad stuff here late in games and not being able to get it ignited. So, you know, hopefully this gives us the feeling that, you know, we can do really special things late in games here against good teams. Knowing that you haven't necessarily gotten that breakthrough hit that breakthrough moment especially here what is the reaction when Manny lines that single in the left field uh it was pretty spirited I mean but but leading up to that too um you know Juan hustling down the line like he always does uh, has an effect you got to get rid of the ball quicker um but I think there was a pretty good feeling that Manny was going to come through in that situation he's done it so many times here it was about about, about time that we did something like that late in the game Question about the other balk that was actually called. What was the explanation given there? Uh, well, because he's going to his pitch com to change the, you know, change the pitch, and I I don't know what else you can do. You know, that's you 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 go to the pitch con to, you know, we saw it called with Walker this year. I think there just has to be a little better awareness that this is part of the game now, and you know, there's no intent to go to first base. You're not deceiving anybody. You're just trying to change the pitch. Another aspect of tonight, you. Your timing that you've referred to so often, you guys were able to pick up a pitcher who's been so good for you right. tonight. How how big was that? It was, it was huge because he's picked us up for quite a quite a quite a long time here now, and you know it's you know the walks again showed up a little bit. The stolen bases, you know, they came in with the plan with him, with with stealing bases, um, so it didn't have a great start feeling. You know, Blake's on the mound, you lose last night, and all of a sudden you're behind pretty quickly. Um, but I think at the end it paid off dividends that we did pick him up and did have a game like this. So, you know, get that feeling again. What did using Martinez do tonight in terms of your plans in Seattle? He could still pitch on Tuesday. So that was really part of the reason I pitched him two innings today. If we give him two days off, he'd be able to start that game. Now, nothing's for, sh for sure because we have to see how we get there and how we use him again. But... It's kind of the way I, I went with Wilson only one and Nick two is because I knew I'd have Wilson tomorrow, and it still kind of puts us in play with Nick on Tuesday. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after this 8-3 win for the Padres over the Dodgers. Before we continue on, let's pause for station ID on the Padres radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. Hi, this is Bob Melvin. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres win it 8-3, a seven-run eighth inning for the San Diego Padres. And as Bob Melvin said, about time, much needed. Padres get their third win this season when trailing after seven innings. And I'll tell you what, and then we'll get to break and we'll get to all your uh, phone calls, all that good stuff to come. Still a lot to do here on our post-game show. But for a while, this had all the makings of a very, very frustrating loss for the Padres for what would have been a second consecutive night. And this one would have been, to me, if the eighth inning doesn't happen, squarely on the offense. The Padres, like I said earlier, did not have an at-bat with a runner in scoring position until the eighth inning. The only runner they had on second base until that eighth inning was on the home run from Manny Machado in the fourth inning. So as this game's going on, I'll be honest with you, I'm thinking to myself, well, 
the starting pitching snell he wasn't great but he gets through five gives up three earned runs the bullpen is keeping you right in the game and the padres needed a the rally and be a little bit of luck and a little bit of miscues on the Dodgers' end of things, and they provided it. Uh, it was a bit of a meltdown for the L.A. Dodgers' bullpen and their defense uh, in that eighth inning. Not a good play by Kike Hernandez, who came into play second base after Dave Roberts pinch hit David Peralta in the top of that inning. Guess what? Ended up being uh, a pretty fortunate break for the Padres because Hernandez throws the ball away. That allows that tying run to come into score. And then Manny Machado, the biggest hit of the night, the two-run single, and the Padres used situational hitting. They took advantage of the miscues. They put the ball in play. It shows you the power of putting the ball in play, and the Padres erased everything that happened offensively in the first seven innings with a seven-run eighth inning. Very well done for the Padres, and you hope a sign of things to come uh, with how this team uh, hopefully can come back late in games the rest of the way here. And like I said, the big deal tonight, not just the win, but the Padres picked up a full game in the wild card race as well. They're now three games out of a wild card spot in the NL. Lot to do. We'll come back with much more. We'll come back with your phone calls as well. 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. We have a lot to do on our post-game show as we talk about this 8-3 win for San Diego over L.A. here tonight. Back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 8, Dodgers 3 as the Padres even up this four-game series at a game apiece. They move back to one game under 500 at 55-56. and 56. A come-from-behind win as the Padres score seven runs in the eighth inning to come back and win it 8-3. to three. Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park in downtown San Diego. There were plenty of people here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building just a few minutes ago, but now everybody has gone home after uh, enjoying their beers and uh, playing games of pool and everybody having a good time. This was another good game here tonight. Got to tell you, I mean, yesterday, obviously it went the other way as far as the eighth inning, the ninth inning, the Padres in a way sort of, uh, you know, letting the game slip away. Dodgers stole last night's game. Well, L.A. returned the favor here tonight. Padres came back to steal it away from the Dodgers here tonight. And miscues in the eighth inning defensively by L.A. There were critical walks in the inning as well. And uh, we'll uh, recap that eighth inning, let you hear uh, the highlights again in case you missed it from that seven-run eighth. But let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's. Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Three and two to Chris Taylor. Here's the pitch from Martinez, and it's sent in the air to shallow right center field. Fernando coming in. He'll call for it. He'll make the catch, and a one, two, three, eight turned in by Nick Martinez. Our ace pitcher of the game here tonight, Nick Martinez. A scoreless seventh inning, a scoreless eighth inning. Those two scoreless innings end up being critical 
in this game. Kept it a 3-1 to game, gave the opportunity to the Padres offense to come from behind and win it. And you look at the seventh inning in particular. Walk, a single, runners on first and second, nobody out. Then really what was a beautifully turned 3-6-3 double play in the seventh inning and uh, to get out uh, outs one and two. And then Will Smith pops up to end that inning. And then Martinez bounces back with a 1-2-3 frame in the eighth inning. So all in all for Martinez, two scoreless innings, 22 pitches. You heard Bob Melvin ask about the potential of Martinez being used in a starting role in Seattle. Remember, the Padres are going to have to uh, fill another rotation spot, another turn uh, this next time through. And it is possible, as we've been saying here the last couple of days, that Nick Martinez would move back into the rotation at least for a little while. And I don't know that he can give you seven innings in uh, his start next week, but maybe give you four or five. And he's certainly somebody who's open to it, as uh, we've told you about. So we'll see what the deal is with all that. But here tonight, out of the bullpen, I thought Nick Martinez, a very, very important couple of innings, scoreless in the seventh and the eighth, and that set the stage for that seven-run eighth inning. By the way, this was a note from A.J. Casavell, our friend A.J. Casavell, Padres beat reporter for MLB.com. He tweeted this out. The last time the Padres scored seven runs in an inning against the Dodgers was in September of 2006. Adrian Gonzalez, Mike Cameron, and Todd Walker all hit home runs in that inning for the Padres. Dave Roberts played it a run with a single in that seven-run inning in September of 2006 against the L.A. Dodgers. How about that? Dave Roberts, part of that inning, and now the manager for the Dodgers as uh, their bullpen did not do a very good job in that eighth inning. It was Almonte, it was Ferguson, it was Vessia. How about this? Almonte gets one out, Ferguson gets one out, and Vessia gets one out. They had to use three different pitchers to get three outs in that eighth inning as the Padres sent a grand total of 12 hitters to the plate. Uh, in that uh, eighth inning. So great job of the Padres. Obviously, the defense played a role, too. Almonte charged with three earned runs in just the third of an inning. Caleb Ferguson, four runs, but all were unearned. He got one out in that eighth inning, and then Vessia got the final out. So uh, it was, uh, I'll tell you, I told you it was a good game, but it was also sort of a, a weird game in some ways. I mean, the Padres were upset at times, whether it was the Blake Snell balk that came in the fourth inning where Snell was not happy whatsoever uh, with the ball call and uh, certainly expressed uh, his displeasure to the first base umpire and then Ruben Niebla comes out he gets in between them and Niebla gets ejected second career ejection ejection for Ruben Niebla and then Manny Machado in the sixth inning comes up with a runner on first base two men away and what he was unhappy about with Bruce Star Gratterall on the mound was that Gratterall may have come set before Machado was looking up alert and ready and that's not supposed to happen now I went back and looked at it it was very very close and you heard Bob Melvin talk about it there in the post game it is a tough spot for the umpire I mean they're doing so much now trying to keep time and uh, keep your eye on the the pitcher and the clock and umpire the game and all of it it was close I think you could have made a case that uh, Gratterall did set before Manny was quote-unquote alert and ready. He strikes out at the time, felt like a really big deal. Luckily, later in the game, a little bit of redemption for Manny. He gets the two-run single to put the Padres ahead 5-3, to three, and they go on to win it 8-3. to three. But it was uh, an interesting game, a good game. Second really entertaining, tight game late that we've had between these two teams, and we'll see what's uh, in store tomorrow in the third game of this four-game series. Phone number 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We have the out-of-town scoreboard, more of our nightly awards to give out. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. Sammy Lev there too. May just interact with your tweet or your DM live here on the air. But while we have a few more minutes in this segment, let's squeeze in a couple of phone calls. We lead things off here tonight with Tez calling from San Diego. Tez, you're on the Padres radio network. What's up? How's it going? How's it going? Um, I just want to say great win by the Padres tonight. It was definitely like a deja vu considering that the uh, LA Dodgers did their thing yesterday. But good uh, win, like I said. I think it was a play 
that uh, Grisham made, the diving catch, that kind of changed it all for him tonight. And also, with Manny Machado not getting thrown out, I'm glad that he obviously, you know, he was mad about the call. It was obviously a terrible call, I think. But I'm glad he kept his composure and uh, was able to make it up and make that big play in the uh, eighth inning. Hey, that's a great point, Says. Thank you for bringing that up. That is something I have not talked about throughout this entire postgame show. Great call, Tez, and thank you. Appreciate you calling in. The catch by Trent Grisham in the fifth inning, that saved another run from scoring. It was against Will Smith. Freddie Freeman, that's after the RBI single to make it 3-1. to one. He's on second base, no doubt. If that gets down, if Grisham misses it, I mean, who knows what happens the rest of that inning. The point being, Grisham makes that outstanding catch in right center to take a base sit away from Smith. And Freeman never ends up scoring. Dodgers get their third run. They would never get another in this game. That's a great call, Tez, and thank you for bringing it up. That was a key play in that fifth inning with Blake Snell on the mound that got him out of that fifth inning with just that one run given up. Excellent, excellent call, and thank you. That is something I've not talked about, that when you look back on it right now, was a very, very big play in this game that kept it three to one and again whether you want to look at the defense or what the bullpen did after Snell came out all those things set the table in this game for the Padres being set up to have that seven run eighth inning and do what they did finally with the offense waking up let's go to Caesar in Chula Vista Caesar you're on 97.3 the fan Padres radio network hey how we doing tonight a great great Padre win I gotta tell you especially uh after yesterday's loss, that was uh, definitely a tough one to digest and, and definitely feel like it hung over to today's uh, game. But, you know, going into today's game and, and Snell pitching how he was, you know, I, I think Snell really pitched a good game. There was some mishaps. I think that the unfortunate play with Soto in the outfield, and I, I think that kind of spiraled things a bit in that inning. But, you know, to see the boys come back and fight like they did, you know, see Machado really stepping it up like he's been lately the, as the captain and just – hitting the way he's been hitting, you know, Grish and that defensive catch that he did. And even Grish has been hitting, Kim keeping it going. I think it's just a, a great overall win with the boys, especially I, I think the vibe was, was starting to go low with them being down and getting late in the game. And, you know, it was just – it was a great night here in San Diego. I know all of San Diego is going to definitely be sleeping good tonight. But, um, you know, we just – hopefully we keep this momentum going, get to 500. And I, I think tonight's win is – Definitely going to catapult us in a, in a great direction and uh, and keep the momentum going. And, and got to give another shout-out to Kim. Kim's just been playing stellar defense and hitting. Mm-hmm. It's just great things with this team. And, and, and hopefully we can keep it going. And and, and uh, thanks for having me on. And, and uh, we'll be at the game tomorrow. So we got to get another win and, and take this series. I, I Keep it going, right? All right, Cesar. Appreciate the call. Thank you. And uh, I'll see you here tomorrow. Look, I, I think uh, I, I understand your excitement. Um, yeah, this was a huge win. I think you could argue one of, if not the most important win the Padres have had all year. And I say that because for a while there, heading into the eighth inning, before that eighth inning, I mean, if I'm being honest, I was preparing to get on the air here post game and said, and, and was planning to say, Well, it's sort of what we've seen, right? One step forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back. One step forward, two steps back, and so on and so on and so on. And look, the Padres still have a lot of work to do here in the final two months. They picked up a full game today, three games out of a wild card spot. But what we saw in that eighth inning was something we have not seen a lot. A, it was an example of the Padres coming back to win a game after uh, trailing at the end of the seventh inning, something they had only done twice all year before tonight. And what I liked about that eighth inning, and you mentioned Hassan Kim, here's what I liked about the eighth. It was situational hitting. It was putting the ball in play. It was passing the baton. It was team offensive baseball. Sanchez, the leadoff single. Grisham strikes out. That's one out. A big walk for Kim. You mentioned Ha-Sung Kim. He had a big walk in that eighth inning to put two on. Fernando Tatis Jr. comes up representing the go-ahead run. He walks. Base is loaded. Did Juan Soto do anything amazing there? No, but he put the ball in play, got it by Ferguson, forced the defense to make a play, and Hernandez throws it away. Two runs come in. The game is tied. Manny Machado not trying to do too much. First pitch swinging against Ferguson. Two-run single through the left side of the infield. 
nothing fancy, 5-3 game, and the Padres kept their foot on the gas pedal. So that eighth inning was everything you want to see from a ball club as far as fight, as far as the ability to come back, and as far as a a, a team-oriented offensive approach, situational hitting, it was everything you would want to see in an inning like that. It was. So, look, great eighth inning. Uh, totally flipped the narrative of this game. Quite honestly, totally flipped the tenor of our postgame show here tonight. But the Padres, you know, they've been waiting to have moments like that all year, you know, especially here at home. Um, and they did it here tonight. Big time win, big time inning. And uh, you certainly hope something you can uh, point back to uh, here in the weeks to come. Let's go to Kevin calling in from Escondido. Hi, Kevin. How you doing tonight? Doing well. Uh, good. Hey, we, I appreciate your time. And we just wanted to say uh, I agree with you. Momentum is everything. They didn't try to do too much in that eighth inning. They they kept moving the, putting the pressure on the Dodgers. I think you can see that if that can build on it tomorrow and Monday, I think that's a huge plus. Um, Martinez, again, you know, he, kind of, he was like out of rhythm a little bit in that seventh inning. Then he comes back the next inning, and he just demoted him right down. So I'm confident that we can move it forward. Um, I know we've said that before, right? Yeah. Well, look, we, we've we've said it before, certainly, Kevin, and, and appreciate the call. Um, look, we know the deal at this point, right? They've got to keep it rolling. They're now back to a game below 500. Now the task becomes getting back to 500, something they have not done in, well, how long? mid-may so that's one month two months it's going on three months coming up here pretty soon tomorrow's an opportunity to get back to 500 they have rich hill on the mound making his debut lance lynn uh, somebody the dodgers traded for just in the last week or two he'll be on the mound for la so we've got a very veteran pitching matchup tomorrow um look great win here tonight the eighth inning super encouraging the kind of win they have not had very often this season, and that's why you like it. Now they've got to keep it rolling. Look, we, we all know it. They're in a spot where one win is nice, one comeback win is nice. Do it again next time you're down. That's what they got to do right now to make up the ground. And, look, they picked up a full game here tonight. And if they had won yesterday, they would have picked up a full game. Who knows where they would be at the end of tonight. But you pick up a game, you showed some fight. All in all, that eighth inning, very, very encouraging, and we'll see if they can carry that momentum into tomorrow and the rest of this series. That's the name of the game right now, and the question that we're all waiting for the answer to, can they find a way to carry that night tonight? Now, for being honest, to zoom out a little bit, I've said this number before, going back to July 1st, they're 18 and 11 now. Okay, so... For the last month plus, the record is a lot better. They have played a lot better baseball. They just got to keep it going. Bottom line. And we'll see if they can do that tomorrow. We'll step aside. We got more to do. Get back to our nightly awards. We'll also play some of the highlights for you again in case you missed it. Take more of your phone calls, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The number to call if you want to get involved. Final score, Padres eat Dodgers 3 on this Saturday night here in downtown San Diego. Don't go anywhere. Coming back after this on our postgame show on the Padres Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pitch, Manny hits it in the air to very, very, very deep left field. Kike Hernandez goes back to watch, and second deck in left for Manny. A no-doubt moonshot for his 21st of the year, and this is a 2-1 game in the fourth inning. 
Manny Machado, his 21st home run of the year. That came in the fourth inning. Padres cut the Dodger lead to 2-1. to one. Dodgers would take a 3-1 to one lead when they got a run in the fifth. It would stay that way until a seven-run eighth inning for the Padres here tonight as they storm back to win it 8-3. to three. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. As we roll along, we'll get some more of your phone calls coming up here in just a little bit. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, 833-288-0973. Have Instagram DMs here. Carlos saying this game was that quote-unquote moment we've been waiting for this season. Carlos, look, I hope you're right. I think the moment also is very dependent on what happens afterwards. So going out, doing some more big things in this series, continuing the momentum, Maybe we'll look back on it as the quote-unquote moment, but they sure needed that rally. Whether it ends up being the quote-unquote moments or not, they needed it. And it was certainly one of, if not the biggest rally, biggest inning they've had all year. Very, very important. So uh, still taking your tweets, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, and Instagram DMs as well, same handle there. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Here's the 2-2 that swung on, skied into center field, straightaway and routine. Trent Grisham comes jogging in. He's there to make the catch. And for the first time tonight, the Dodgers go in order. Our relief pitcher of the game, give it to Steven Wilson. We give Nick Martinez ace pitcher of the game. So for relief, we go with Steven Wilson. One, two, three, sixth inning. Nicely done. Kept it a 3-1 game. And like we've been saying, for as much as we'll talk about the offense, what they did in the eighth inning, the fact that the bullpen, the mix of Wilson and Martinez in the sixth, seventh, and eighth, kept it a 3-1 game, that was equally as important to keep the Padres right in this game, keep them down two. So Wilson did his job on just 12 pitches in that sixth inning. Stephen Wilson, our relief pitcher of the game. Now, let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. First pitch on the way to Manny. And a ground ball through the left side. Base hit. Tatis will score to give the Padres the lead. Soto is on his way. He will score. Throw back to first. Manny is safe. A two-run single for Machado. And a 5-3 Padre lead. They are ahead for the first time tonight. Manny Machado, our player of the game. We'll play my one-on-one interview with Manny coming up here again in just a little bit. But Manny had a big-time game. The home run had two hits total, three RBIs, the two-run single to put the Padres ahead in the eighth inning. Big-time clutch moment for Manny. And for all of that, including the home run earlier in the game, he is our player of the game here tonight. Again, we played my interview with Manny Machado right after the game. We'll play that for you again uh, before we wrap things up here in our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Again, phone number 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved, let's go back to the phones. We go to Rancho Bernardo. It's Don. Don, you're on the Padres Radio Network. Hey, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. Well, uh, it's great we get a victory out of this. Uh, wow, what a win is all I can say. Um, you know, it, it had it had kind of tinges. It reminded me of last year's – I don't want to get too excited about this. just one regular season game, but it had a kind of – I know what that, you're going to say, yeah. <laughs> tinges of the NLCS game, yeah, where we, we clinched it, you know, coming back in the rain. Um, kind of felt that way. But, uh, you know, just one game. It was great to finally see some luck go our way because I really do think we've been bitten by the by the bad bad luck bears or something this season. And when I say luck our way is when that well, you know we've covered it earlier in the, in the broadcast here when Juan swinging bunt you know drove yeah. in two runs. That's kind of luck you know. And it was good to see it go our way. Of course, putting the ball in play, you never know what's going to happen. Um, it was also nice to see Juan in that situation, even though it was kind of luck. You know, he made up for that fielding error earlier in the game that led to a triple and a subsequent run, so that was nice. Um, 
I was so afraid when I was watching this game, Sammy, just like you, we were going to waste another quality start, especially going against their bullpen. You know, we had our best starter on the mound. And so it's got to be considered, you, you mentioned this, I think it's for sure one of, if not the best win of the year. It's going against our big brother, coming back um, late in the season, in the wild card race. Wow. Um, so here's hoping the Padres can bottle it up tomorrow, Sammy, and at least get a split. I'd be happy with a split against the Dodgers any day of the week. That's my yeah, thought, look, Sammy. Yeah, Don, thank you for the call and, and good points all the way around. I, I agree with you. It had some similarities to uh, that seventh inning in uh, game four of the NLDS uh, here last October and some similarities because Yancy Almonte was on the mound. We saw Alex Fessia later in the inning, but trouble started with Almonte, and certainly Almonte uh, played a big role in that uh, seventh inning back in the NLDS in game four. Uh, so there were some similarities there. I don't want to get too crazy. That was a much different kind of stage in October. But, you know, look, I, to your point, the power of putting the ball in play, right? I mean, look, that's not what you want there from Soto, a roller to the right of the mound. But, hey, you put the ball in play, you put some pressure on the defense, and you force the Dodgers to make a mistake, and they did. And, look, I, I you know, I do think, you know, as I just think about it here, yeah, probably the win of the year to this point. And I don't know necessarily – that it has all that much to do about the fact that it's against the Dodgers. Obviously, these are big games, and they mean a lot to the fans. I, I understand all that. But the way you were going to feel, and quite honestly, the thoughts going through my head is this game is going on, and they're down 3-1, and we're going to the eighth inning. And remember, at that point, they had not had an at-bat with runners in scoring position in the game. In my head, I'm thinking the open of the postgame show is going to be, hey, this is another example where the Padres' offense just did not get anything going, anything going whatsoever. And they give up three runs, Snell battles through five, bullpen does a good job, and the offense just gets nothing. And we've seen that story before where you just scratch your head and shrug your shoulders and say, what's going on? Didn't end up being that way. And uh, they deserve a lot of credit for that. The eighth inning totally flipped the script in this game, the narrative of this game, and really the uh, the feeling you have uh, at the end of tonight. But uh, looking at a 162-game season, I don't think the way you want to view it is is being so up and down on a day-to-day basis. This team, it's it's been sort of like that on an emotional level, very up and down all year. But, look, they're in a spot right now with where they are, the hole they dug themselves, where, yeah, every game is critical. And this one felt like if they didn't win it, if they didn't find a way to come back in the eighth inning, do what they did, it would have been a tough one. It really would. Because, to me, then you're feeling, oh, here we go again. The one step forward, one step back, and so on and so on. Thankfully, didn't have to do that here tonight. But, Don, to your point, you got to keep building on it. We've said it for a long time now, one game One small string of games was not going to turn this thing around. It was going to take this team playing an exceptional level of baseball for a couple of months. So don't stop now would be my message to the San Diego Padres. Go do it again tomorrow. Fight tomorrow. Score early tomorrow. And see if you can go get another win and then set yourself up for potentially a series win on Monday. Let's see what happens. We go to Brett. In Ramona. Brett, you're on 97.3 The Fan, Padres Radio Network. How are you? Hey, I'm doing real well, Sam. How are you tonight? Doing well. Outstanding. Yeah, I agree with you. Things were not looking positive there for the majority of the game, but then the eighth inning rolled around, and this is exactly what we were talking about tonight before the trade deadline, right? Um, situational awareness. Put the ball in play. No big hits that game. That I mean, as far as home runs or anything go, put the ball in play, and actually what I thought was the key to that entire inning was Fernando's at-bat. You know, he is notorious for swinging at the first pitch and swinging at, you know, sliders and curveballs out of the strike zone. A couple of those pitches were way outside, but a couple of them were close, and he laid off on them, and I thought that set the entire tone for the entire team that inning. Great call there, Brett. Um, I agree with you. That Fernando walk was really, really important. And Fernando has been super aggressive lately. And he's been, you know, he was really aggressive throughout the game in the early part. So he was much more patient in that at bat. 
and it set up Soto. It set up Manny after that. Uh, it's a good point, uh, Brad, and thank you for the call. Appreciate you tuning in, calling in. It's a great point. That walk by Fernando to load the bases was really, really important, and it was a level of patience. I don't think we've seen a lot of from Fernando lately. He's swinging a lot, especially early, swinging at a lot of first pitches. Um, you know, he's had some bad luck lately, some balls he's hit hard, the ball that Outman uh, robbed the home run on yesterday. He's had some bad luck, you know, mixed in there too, but he has been really aggressive. So it was good to see him sort of change it up there, understanding that a base runner is okay. I mean, look, he's got the tying runs on base there. He's the go-ahead run at the plate. Home run gives the Padres the lead. You don't want him to just be looking at pitches. But if he doesn't get what he wants, a walk there with Soto and Manny behind him is not the worst thing in the world. Look, this is what you dreamt up when – you have Tatis and Soto and Machado and Bogarts and all these guys back to back to back. The whole idea of this thing offensively was to create a top to middle of the order that you could not escape if you're an opposing pitcher. That if you walk Fernando, if you don't want to face him, guess what? Soto's behind him. And after Soto, there's no let up. Manny's behind him. And after that, Bogarts is behind him. That was the idea here worked at points of this season hasn't really developed at other points of the season but here today I mean again Soto putting the ball in play ended up being a, a big part of this game and then Manny the two-run single situational hitting putting the ball in play and I agree with you Brett uh, the walk by Fernando is certainly a big part of that eighth inning let's go to Poway it's Garrett on the Padres radio network Garrett how are you hey Sammy doing well how are you I'm doing all right. They just shut the lights off here at Petco Park, but the lights are on here at the Western Metal Building. We're going strong. Yeah, I thought the Padres played with confidence tonight. They got down early, but we continued to battle. You know, the bullpen held them at two. We were able to put some pressure on the Dodgers, and they folded. Uh, I also love that we are able to hold off the Tater. Three out of four with the back of our bullpen still available. Uh, I do have to add yeah. Kerr has nasty stuff when he's in the zone. Mm-hmm. Love seeing him out there. Yeah, Garrett, good call on uh, – we're getting a lot of good points here tonight. Good call on Ray Kerr. I'm with you. I think Ray's got really good stuff. I do. And I like the fact that he put together a scoreless inning. I loved what he did in Colorado the other day with the two innings and a third, even though he came out and was wild but found a way to limit damage, give up one run, and then bounce back. I'm, I'm with you. Ray Kerr has some really nice stuff. He does. He's throwing hard. He was throwing at I – didn't, I didn't see what he was uh, throwing today. I was already down on the field. But the other day in Colorado, I mean, he was pumping it in there at 98 miles an hour. So, Garrett, appreciate the call. And uh, I'm with the Raker is good stuff, and you know I wouldn't mind him uh, continuing to get some opportunities here to really show what he can do. You know, it's not going to be the highest of of leverage situations. They've got other guys for that, but a guy who can come in in spots where you need him, a spot like tonight, where obviously you don't want to use Hater in a, a five run game. Come in, get the final three outs, be a, a a valuable arm in that bullpen. Let's go to Encinitas. It's Brian on the Padres Radio Network. Brian, how are you? Jamie Lance, dude. Hey. Great game. Great game. Great game. I got my man, Bran, with me. We love you. <laughs> Thank <But> you. I <laughs> love you, too. One thing. <laughs> we were about to die when it was three to nothing, and then they came storming back. The pot trays are the best. All right. Brian, were you at the game here tonight, Brian? You bet your ass I was. <laughs> All right, Brian. Appreciate the call. Sounds like uh, you and uh, your friend had a lot of fun. Brian, hope you had a great time at the game here tonight. You saw one heck of an eighth inning. Tell you that. One heck of a win here tonight as the Padres win at 8-3. to three. All right, we'll squeeze in more of your phone calls, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved, and uh, we have time to squeeze a few more in. When we come back, we'll play my one-on-one conversation with Manny Machado right after the game. You'll hear from Manny. We'll also have the out-of-town scoreboard, our play of the game, and wrap it up from Petco Park. Get you ready for tomorrow. All that and more coming your way after this on the Padres Radio Network. Smith swings, hits it in the air to right center. Long run, Grisham dives, and he made the catch. Going to hang another star for the Gold Glove center fielder. Saved a run. What a play by Trent Grisham. 
as Freeman had to scramble back into second base. A big-time defensive play by Trent Grisham in the fifth inning. Saved a run, kept at a 3-1 Dodger lead. Ended up being a very important defensive play in this game here tonight as the Padres score seven runs in the eighth inning. The Storm back and win it by a final of 8-3. Sam Levitt with you here on our post-game show on the Padres radio network from the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. The lights are shut off here at Petco Park. Lights are on, though, here inside the loft. Every once in a while, the lights uh, turn off on me, and then I am literally on air here sitting in the dark. But that's my fault because I, I go long here. I mean, I go an hour plus on the postgame show. But, hey, it's all for you out there, you Padre fans listening on your way home. Those of you driving back to San Marcos or driving back to Oceanside or uh, wherever you're going, I stay on the air for you. I, I know there are a lot of people, and I hear all the stories. I never see the traffic outside the stadium but i understand out of some of the parking lots it can take you a while to get out of there so it may take you a while to get home my goal is to take you home be on the air when you're in the car you get in you turn on the ignition and by the time you pull into the driveway give you full entertainment that's the goal every night we roll along on our post game show after a very exciting win for the Padres here tonight 8-3 over the LA Dodgers if you want to squeeze another phone call in you can 833-288-0973 again 833-288-0973 the phone number to call we'll play my one-on-one interview with Manny Machado right after the game coming up here in just a second do want to read some of your messages we've got Robert saying great win on Instagram. Robert, thank you for the message. We've got Miss D saying uh, this win just makes me more mad about yesterday. Well, Miss D, I I understand uh, what you're saying. Yes, yesterday. Hey, they win yesterday. Then you're looking at being over 500 right now. So, Miss D, I understand. You're right. Very winnable game yesterday. Could have won two. You got one. Let's see what happens tomorrow in, in, uh, in the rest of this series. But I certainly understand it. Uh, let's see. Do we have any other uh, phone calls to get to here? I don't think so right now. So we'll continue on. Like I said, big day for Manny Machado had the home run in the fourth inning that made it a two to one game. Then with the Padres coming back in the eighth inning, tying the game at three on the wacky play. Juan Soto hitting the ball beyond Ferguson, little grounder. Kike Hernandez picks it up. One run was going to score, but then Hernandez throws it away. It goes inside the Padres' dugout. Two runs come in. Game is tied at three. Manny Machado then steps in and hits a two-run single to give the Padres a 5-3 lead. So all in all here tonight, two hits for Manny, including a home run, three RBIs, including that go-ahead base hit. In the eighth inning, I caught up with Manny on the field right after the game. Manny, let's go back to the at-bat in the eighth inning. You guys tie the game. He throws you a first-pitch fastball. How are you prepared for it in that at-bat? Trying to be aggressive, but, um, you know, they run in scoring position, tie game. First base open, obviously, but, uh, you know, I knew he was going to be aggressive in the zone, so just trying to just take advantage of that. As this game is progressing, what's the feeling inside the dugout as you guys are trying to make a comeback? Um, just take it inning by inning, bad by bad, and just uh, just try to grind something out. You know, uh, you know, we believe in each other in here. It's just passing the baton. First guy get on, then keep passing it to the next guy, and then uh, you know we get big big key, hit, big key hits like that. The fight you guys showed tonight, especially in that eighth inning, what does it say about what this ball club is capable of? I mean, we're we're not gonna stop fighting. You know, this 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 this, this season rests on us, and uh, you know we're gonna go out there and compete every single day until you know that last out is made, whether we're winning or losing. But we're gonna go out there and win, try to try to do everything possible to try to come out with that victory. The home run you hit early in the game, one of the harder hit balls, harder hit home runs you've had this year. That one feel pretty good. That felt good. You know, guy got us up up on the board, and uh, you know gave us gave uh, Blake the opportunity to go back out there and make some pitches uh, to get him on. But obviously we fell short with him. But you know we kept we kept the fight. Manny, congratulations on the win. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank you. That was Manny Machado down on the field right after the game in this 8-3 win for the Padres. Big thank you to Manny for joining me. He mentioned Blake Snell there. Blake going five innings, three earned runs given up, four hits allowed, did walk four, struck out eight, 108 pitches. He did uh, walk probably uh, a couple too many, I'm sure, than he would have liked. He's he's, uh, talked about wanting to cut down on the walks as of late, 108 pitches. Obviously, a lot in five innings. Not as sharp as we've seen Blake, and he's been so good uh, throughout the last couple of months for this ball club. Snell, by the way, the three earned runs tonight were the most he had given up since May 19th 
against the Red Sox when he had a rough start, gave up six earned runs in that game. Think about it this way. He gives up three earned runs tonight. He had only allowed six earned runs total in his previous 13 starts in 74 innings. So this was really a a different kind of outing for Blake Snell, just in the sense that he gave up three runs. He's been getting in trouble lately, but we've talked about Blake finding that extra gear, having the ability to get out of jam so often. Did it a few times in this game, obviously the home run by Smith and then a sack fly by Hernandez, RBI single by Freeman after the, the uh, double by Betts in the fifth inning, error in left field by Soto, but I'll, I'll give Blake credit, he did limit damage. I mean, no inning got away from him, did not allow any inning to unravel, gave up a solo home run, a sack fly, RBI single, you can live with that. Threw a lot of pitches in five innings, but got through five and gave up three runs. And the bullpen, like I've been saying, did a great job. Four combined scoreless innings between Wilson, Martinez, and Kerr. Excellent job by that group. And the Padres had the ability, because of what the bullpen did, to come back and win the game. A seven-run eighth inning. All right, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Every game has gone final here tonight. Yankees beat the Astros earlier today 3-1 in the Bronx. Justin Verlander threw seven innings but took the loss and is Astros... I suppose re-debut maybe would be the word. His return, that's the word, to the Houston Astros. Took the loss in that game as the Yankees won it 3-1. to Tigers beat the Rays 4-2 to in Detroit. Jake Rogers had three RBIs in that game. Debut for Aaron Savali in that one for Tampa Bay. Cubs beat the Braves 8-6 in Chicago. Dansby Swanson, Jamer Candelario each had home runs in that game for the Cubs at Wrigley. Rangers came back to beat the Marlins 9-8 in Arlington. Rangers were down 5-0 in that game, and guess who was on the mound in the start making his Miami debut? Ryan Weathers. Not a good outing for Ryan. Three and two-thirds innings, six earned runs given up. He walked four, six hits, took the loss, as again the Rangers beat the Marlins 9-8. Blue Jays beat the Red Sox 5-4 in Boston. Brandon Belt, the solo home run in that game for Toronto. Nationals beat the Reds 7-3 in Cincinnati. It was the Phillies over the Royals 9-6 in Philadelphia. Bryce Harper and Trey Turner had home runs in that game. Orioles beat the Mets 7-3 in Baltimore. A's beat the Giants, how about that, in Oakland 2-1. Seth Brown in the eighth inning broke a 1-1 tie with an RBI single to give the A's a 2-1 lead. They go on to win it by that final score. Brewers beat the Pirates 3-2 in Milwaukee. Blake Perkins, a walk-off single in the 10th inning to give the Brewers a win 3-2. Cardinals beat the Rockies 6-2 in St. Louis. Tyler O'Neill, a home run in that game. Twins beat up on Arizona 12-1 in Minnesota. Ryan Jeffers, a couple of home runs for the Twins. And finally, Mariners beat the Angels 3-2 in Anaheim earlier today. George Kirby in that game, by the way. Seven innings of three-hit ball. Very good year so far for Kirby. There was one game I didn't tell you about because I wanted to save this uh, this one for last. White Sox beat the Guardians 7-4, but that was not the main headline. If you have not seen it, there was a fist fight between Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez. A play at second base, Ramirez went diving in the second on a double Anderson applied the tag I still have to watch all the videos and get all the breakdowns get all the info I can every angle and they were not happy with one another they I mean they raised their fists they were squaring up and uh, punches thrown you have to hear I did hear this you have to hear Tom Hamilton the great Guardians radio voice, call the fight. It's worth it. Hope nobody got hurt, but it was the type of altercation brawl that we don't see a lot. I mean, it, it was it was punches, real punches. So hope nobody got hurt, but something we don't see every day. 
It was uh, one to remember. We're going we're gonna to see video of that fight between Anderson and Ramirez for a long time. White Sox beat the Guardians 7-4, but that was not the headline from the game. The headline was the fight. That's a look at the Added Sound scoreboard on this Saturday in the major leagues. I did see a video, I think it was of Eloy Jimenez coming out of that, uh, that um, it wasn't really a brawl. I don't, I don't think the teams really got into it. It was just Ramirez and Anderson. I, I saw a video of, uh, of uh, Eloy Jimenez limping coming out of that, so... Hope nobody got hurt, but yeah, it, it was uh, it was one to remember for sure. One we're going to see for a long time. Let's play you our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? Sorry. This is the play of the game, presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration, because we know how. Soto swings, it's a slow topper to the right of the mound. It'll be picked up on the bare hand by Hernandez. The throw to first is wide. Sanchez had scored. Here comes Kim, and the game is tied. That was our play of the game. Juan Soto putting the ball in play with the Padres down 3-1. to one. Bases loaded, went to Kike Hernandez. One run was going to score. Hernandez tried to bare hand it and get it over to first base. It was nowhere close, rolled all the way into the Padres' dugout. Two runs came in, tied the game at three. Padres would take a 5-3 lead on the Machado two-run single and ultimately score seven runs in that eighth inning as they go on to win it 8-3. So a big play there. That was our play of the game. Before we take a look ahead to tomorrow, let's pause for station identification right here on the Padres' radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This is Blake Snow. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap up tonight's game. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, we've got Sunday night baseball here at Petco Park. More like Sunday afternoon baseball here on the West Coast. Nonetheless, 4 at 10 p.m. first pitch tomorrow. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 3:10. Pitching matchup tomorrow: 43-year-old left-hander Rich Hill will make his Padres debut. Looking forward to that. And right-hander Lance Lynn on the mound for LA. So a veteran pitching matchup tomorrow: left-hander Hill against the right-hander Lynn. First pitch at 4:10. And our pregame coverage here on the Padres Radio Network begins at 3:10. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here tonight. For the Padres, eight runs, 11 hits, one error. They left on five. For the Dodgers, three runs, six hits, two errors. They left on six. Winning pitcher, Nick Martinez, who improves to five and four. Losing pitcher was Yancy Almonte, who drops to three and two. Time of game, two hours and 56 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 47th sellout of 2023, 42,500. And 67. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator tonight, Nick Danucci. I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 8 and the Los Angeles Dodgers 3. We'll talk to you tomorrow here at Petco Park right here on the Padres Radio Network.